Another loss for the Arizona Coyotes. They are not able to take the back-to-back. Um, they, you know, losing the uh, the latter side to the Minnesota Wild. We'll talk about that game as well as take a look ahead for the Arizona Coyotes and even talk a little bit of World Juniors if we have time. All in today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Robin Leonio, Carl Pavlik right beside me. On this wonderful December 1st, I can't believe we're already here. It's uh, amazing how fast this uh, this year is going. It really is. Uh, I was not expecting it to be December 1st today. For some reason, I thought we were just going to keep extending November, but that <laughs> did not happen. Nope, did not happen, um, which just means I got holiday stuff to get ready for, and I'm just like, oh, fantastic. Yep, time to start preparing for the big end of the year holidays coming up. Absolutely. But anyways, let's get to today's show, though. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. Stop the itch. Make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKDOWN for 20% discount at checkout carl you and i were joking neither of us are able to grow a beard me me for obvious reasons you for uh less obvious reasons, less I, obvious I, reasons. I can grow a beard it just looks very not good uh and somewhat patchy so like i choose not to have a beard at this point other hey, times maybe, of my life maybe just maybe just uh just go full like you know Fool into the turn, get primal origin oils, and make it look really good. Yeah, I mean, I could. Uh, it, it's not something that I, I've done in the past, but you know, with someone like Primal, like they they're providing a lot of items, so maybe that would help me grow a better beard. Plus, to the men out there, beard oil smells amazing. It does. Uh, like just beard oil is like a nice gift to give someone who has a beard for any kind of present. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, I will find a way to use this. And, and everyone does. Exactly. But let's get to today's episode though. Um, Arizona coyotes take a loss to the Minnesota wild final score five to two. Uh, no surprise. <laughs> no, no, not at all. In fact, I think it was kind of, Pretty close to what I said the final score would be. Didn't I say five three? I think you said something like that. I think yeah. I said, and I think I said four two. Yeah. So it's a mix of both of ours. <laughs> like it was definitely. I don't think anyone really expected the Coyotes to be able to win either game of the back to back. Let's be real. Uh, I think most people expected them to lose to the wild and to the jets. They beat the jets. Um, they, yeah, did they did better against the wild than the jets did against the wild last Friday. So that's kind of a win too, but, but yeah. Um, I mean, as, as much as it was an expected loss, it still wasn't fun to watch. No, because the coyotes had a lead. 
to start the game. Yeah. And then uh, it's like, I was like, oh, we might have one of these games. And then Minnesota scores four straight in this second period. So well, first and one, one, one in the, uh, in the first period to tie it. And then three straight in the second period and the next one in the third, I believe that's yeah. Yep. Uh, it was definitely like another, like, major second period collapse by the coyotes we've seen this happen a couple times this season mm-hmm. um but like when keller got that first goal and it was a nifty looking goal um you were you could be forgiven to having a little bit of hope um the coyotes also played a lot better against the wild than i thought they did against the jets they had their chances they just couldn't finish them home um minnesota had it felt like a very similar amount of chances but they were able to like deflect the puck in, uh, get it past uh, Wedgwood, just kind of, I don't know. It it was frustrating to watch Minnesota come in and score on the shots, and then the Coyotes, like, they're not able to get that kind of traffic in front, so they just give up an easy shot, and, you know, the shots are staying the same, but the quality is not there. You want to know exactly how um, this game was different than the other, than, than, than Jets game? Is we talked about an incredible difference in Corsi, and this put, and that pretty much gave the idea of why Bay Melka had a phenomenal game because the Jets were just all over the place. Yep. The Corsi in this one, Carl, was 52-54, wild, just barely 50.94%. Yeah. It, it definitely felt like a closer game, which... On the... I, like... On the obviously scoring aside, this was a much closer game and even expected goals 2.54 for the Wild, 2.48 for the Coyotes. This should have been a much, much closer game. Yeah, it, it, it really should have. Like I said, the Wild really benefited from a couple of like just phenomenally lucky deflections. Like, I am always like thinking about deflections i'm like how much of that is planned because we do know that there are players like karel kaprizov who could probably like aim the puck at someone's stick a foot above the ice and just hit it perfectly because he is that good but like there are other players where you're just like they didn't mean to do that did they that was just a little bit of luck um and those are always kind of frustrating to watch because uh, I think one of the more common expressions we have in hockey is that like teams make their own luck. So the Wilds were doing the right things to generate traffic and, and you know draw people in front of the net. The Coyotes weren't. So despite having pretty close scoring chances, pretty close possession numbers, the Wild ended up with a 5-2 win. And I think one example, I think uh, like Galagoski was was uh, like shooting towards the crease and like some it bounced. Through. I think it bounced off like. Like a Coyotes player and then a Wild player, and it, and it went in like yeah, we're talking unlucky bounces here. Yeah, like, but I mean, at the end of the day, that is no excuse because when you're giving up three goals, it doesn't matter like what you're doing. Uh, you need to make adjustments in that period, uh, especially with the final goal being four seconds to the end. That's just you gotta win that face off. You gotta make something happen because. That was probably the killer. Uh, Jonas Brodin, like, getting a goal with four seconds left in the second, like, that just had to kill the Coyotes' momentum going into the locker room. 
Well, yeah, because that because that easily could have been a much closer game, right? Like, yeah. Um, if that goal didn't happen, maybe the Coyotes go into the third period knowing, oh, this is a closer game. I yeah. think we can do this. A two goal lead is called the most dangerous lead in hockey. So, like, there there's definitely something in there where like the team could have been like, yeah, they're only up by two. We got this. We we are known for our third periods. And, and sure enough, the Coyotes did score in the third pretty early on, but, you know, still, the Wild were able to get something back, and then you're in another three-goal deficit, and that's just, that's way too much. Yeah. Um, I mean, depending on who you ask, three could also be a dangerous lead, but... <laughs> yeah, three is... Three goals in the period isn't outside of the realms of possibility. And I do think the Coyotes are good in the third period, so I'm never going to count them out. But two goals definitely seems like a more surmountable achievement. Oh, uh, three goals is possible for the average NHL team. Yeah. Um, the Coyotes are not the average NHL team. Honestly, the past few years, the Coyotes scoring three goals in regulation has been a problem. Like, yeah. that third goal... Uh, I want to take a look and see if that's still an issue, but that is such a big goal, and the Coyotes so often struggle to find it. How many, how many times? Let me take a look back. How often does this team score more than like this season alone? Uh, they scored three against the Oilers last week, four against the Blue Jackets, five against the Kraken. And three against the Panthers, four against the Blues, and that's uh, it. That's not a lot, uh, especially when they've played how many games? 22 now? Something like that. Yeah. So the Coyotes definitely have problems getting three goals in general. So three goals in 20 minutes, that's probably a bit too much of an ask for them, realistically speaking. I'm actually curious. Go to NHL team stats, um, and it can tell us the goals per game for the uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. They are in last, 32nd, at 1.83 goals per game. Does not surprise me at all. Uh, and as we're seeing, slightly below two goals per game. That is just not enough for an NHL franchise. Uh, although, it's the Coyotes this season, so that's to be expected. Yep. Um, and to compare of the opponent, the Minnesota Wild, they are fourth in 3.68 goals per game. Yeah. Like, uh, they really lit up the, the Jets last Friday. Uh they are a very good team that is honestly at the, at this point probably the best playing team in the central division. I know the Avalanche like they're in a bit of a slump but like for right now I think the Wild have that crown. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on that. The uh Colorado Avalanche have some better statistics in some sides but overall yeah, they are the um, 
right now the best looking team in the Central. Especially um, because the Avalanche are freaking sixth in the Central, which is weird right now. But yeah, they're they're stumbling. It happens. I, I firmly believe that they will come back by the end. Uh, I think they're also dealing with some injuries too. So that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But we still got more to get to on uh, this show of Locked On Coyotes. Uh, we got more to talk to about uh, the game against the Wild. Plus, take a look ahead. What's to come um, for the rest of the week for what's coming up this month since we are in a new month. And we, maybe if we have time, we'll talk some World Juniors. All that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. Uh, we talked about it in the beginning. I currently do not have a beard. I've had a beard in the past. Didn't have Primal, though, so it was not a great beard. But if you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, uh, but Primal Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on the planet. Primal Origins makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to an exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, roasted, and chia seed oil. All sounds very exotic, uh, and all the products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. So check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKDOWN for a 20% discount at checkout. And the combo kits make a great holiday gift. If you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Uh, Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to products that do not feel good on your skin. Primal took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure that the product feels good and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in in your beard to other companies you've used. We promise that you'll see and feel the difference. And smell it too. Uh, So remember to use the promo code LOCKDOWN to get your 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for 20% off. That's PrimalOriginOils.com. And we know it's the holiday season, guys, and that is time to grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar in some cases. Built Bar, that's what it is, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Pilt Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all those holiday shoppers. Or if you're standing in endless shopping lines of Built Bar can give you the extra something to keep you going. So throw on your jacket. The, the one in your jacket or your purse, and and uh, you never know when you're going to need one because it's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite built. Um, don't don't bring up your favorite built bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about 
their flavor that they'll fight for things <laughs> if they get out of hand. Friends of Santa? Well, maybe tell Santa to throw in some goat bars or two in those stockings. There's so many flavors they'd make for anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up something with something warm? There's a holiday secret. Dip your built bar into some piping hot cup, hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that built bar flavor. Plus, you have a nice melty built bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple of napkins on hand, though, because things will get messy. Like some of those marshmallow treats during the holidays, you'll need to get your hands on built bar puffs. They're light and fluffy marshmallow through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate, taste so good that you won't believe they are filled with lots of protein. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Once again, that's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And I need need to tell you, Kyle, that definitely hits in the feels right there, throwing a Built Bar in my purse. Um, And every now and then, maybe I'm not be hungry, but I have a friend that might be hungry, and I'm like, like, oh, I got a built bar. Here, go ahead and yeah. try it. Nice, yeah. Like, it's always, especially I think as people are starting to return more from a lot of, you know, work from home stuff, people are starting to go out more. Uh, people are forgetting that, you know, sometimes you get hungry to go. Uh, I stay inside a lot. And if I'm hungry, I have a mini fridge right there. So, yeah. I can't bring that with me everywhere I go. <laughs> I've tried. Strapped it on my back like I'm playing Typing of the Dead, but no, it does not work. No. I mean, maybe if you just like but like bungee cord it to your back and then <laughs> just... Yeah, that, that won't hurt my spine at all. Um, <laughs> I'm sure my chiropractor would love that idea. <laughs> Uh, you come, you you come one day like your back is like perpendicular to the floor, just like or parallel wow. to the floor rather. But like, yeah, great way to teach kids about uh different lines. Be like, see, he was perpendicular at a perfect <laughs> right angle, well, not really, but now parallel. Mm, not good. Not no. good. <laughs> Anyways, let's get more to the two uh, today. Arizona and Coyotes. Um. What else? What impressed you though? Like what? Like obviously, besides the fact that they looked better, even though we lost this game, they looked they looked better than the other night. They did. Um, I thought that they did a much better job going through the neutral zone. Uh, we've seen this quite a few times where there are teams that are able to just like keep the Coyotes in their own zone. Um, like the Jets, the Coyotes were barely able to get past the red line. It was embarrassing to watch um but they did much better in the neutral zone they were able to go through uh they got decently well set up in the offensive zone um you know all things that i would like to see more and all things that you know kind of led me to believe that hey maybe this one could have gone a little bit different if they've gotten a little bit better of a luck um which has also just been an issue that the coyotes have had this year just not very good puck luck yeah, and you know, I mean, that's just the story of the season, right? Like, we're, yeah. um, but and I'll, I will point back to what we were talking about earlier this week and in uh, all throughout this season is competitiveness. And I think this game was the perfect example of what I wanted to see at the Arizona Coyotes in terms of competitiveness. 
Yeah. They they were very competitive. They were standing right there with the Minnesota Wild, the top team in the division, and they made them fight for that win. Uh, I do not think that the Wild were in the locker rooms and like, hey, that was an easy one. We really, you know, skated away with that. No. Uh, the Coyotes definitely kind of stuck to it, and they made sure to to keep applying pressure. And uh, if you're talking about the other kind of competitiveness, we saw another fight with Liam O'Brien dropping the gloves again. I think that's his fifth fight of the season, which if you are a type of person who yelled at me on Twitter last year about the Coyotes needing to get tougher, you got to be happy with uh, how O'Brien's been playing. I like the, I've liked what uh, um, how O'Brien's been playing on that side. Obviously, he was he came he came to the Coyotes um, to be that person, right? Um, yeah. The funny thing is, I don't see Liam O'Brien's face all the time during the games. So when I saw him in the fight, I'm gonna joke around on this one. You know what? I, you know what my thought was? What? It's like. Um, and this is going to those who like hockey movies. I'm like, I didn't know Andrews Kane was on the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> I, I will say this, because I have taken a couple people to games who are less uh, interested in the Coyotes. And I'm like, that is Liam O'Brien. And they're like, who? And I'm like, the guy who looks like he's named Liam O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Long red hair, giant beard. Like, the guy looks like... Liam O'Brien. That is exactly what I think of when I think of that name. Just a hockey player who beats the crap out of people. Uh, and, and I do want to also say, like, I don't... A, a lot of issues I have with players like O'Brien is they can be, like, liabilities in other areas of the ice. I mm. do not really feel that way with O'Brien. He doesn't play a lot, so... He's he's getting pretty sheltered, but I haven't seen any like significant like you know defensive lapses. Uh, he's he's never really like stood out in a, a really poor fashion. Uh, I think he's just kind of there to provide some energy with the, for the team, and he's he's doing that while you know staying at least somewhat responsible. So can't fault that. Well, um, he's part of the the third line for the Arizona Coyotes, and that third. If it, and if you look based off the players on there, that third line's the physical line. It's yeah. Liam O'Brien, Johan Larson, and Hudson Fashing. Like yeah. Hudson Fashing, it's a kind of he's just there because they need to slot him in somewhere. But yeah, he's not. I mean, he's a not he's not physical, but he's he's he, he can you know he can he can skate with those guys. Yeah. Um, do you think Yan Unique is a more physical player if we're comparing Roadrunners? Yes. Okay. So that kind of tells me if, if that line stays together, which it may by the end of the season, Unique's had a little bit more time to season. It could be a pretty good addition for that physical line. Maybe add some offensive flair in there. Uh, and that could really be dangerous. We have seen third and fourth lines like go against the Coyotes because you're not really prepared for that. You're like, you're spending all your like good minutes on like, Defending the top people, that third line can sneak it, sneak in, and do some damage. Have a Arizona Coyotes version of the Broad Street Bullies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What what, what 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 would we call them? Um, because we're and let's assume they're not going to be in Glendale anymore. Because we were talking as we were talking about before. Um, yeah. If they end up in a 
playing at the Madhouse. That would be that'd be a good good one. Oh uh, yeah. I can't think of a nickname right now for that though. But still, no. If you guys have any ideas, yeah, of a nickname for that kind of physic that physical line right there, hit us up for a third line nickname. Uh, we need one. Like we do not have one. Uh, there's See, not I can, nearly I can, enough nicknames. I can sometimes get creative with nicknames, and that's how I uh, with with certain things. That's how I came up with the bear pair on the fly. But yeah. Uh, last night. Uh, Chicken was paired with Capo Bianco, and I came up with Chicro Bianco. Uh, that doesn't sound good, though. No, I don't like that one. <laughs> Not at all. So I am often swinging a miss. Now, again, there is. It's a creative process. Um, sometimes it'll take a long time. Sometimes you guys know right ahead. So if you guys have one right. At the, at the tip of your tongue and you want to tell us, please, absolutely tell us. I want to hear it. Yeah, definitely. But we got more to get to on this show uh, of Locked On Coyotes. Let's take a look ahead, just a quick look ahead to see what they have coming up. And then let's take a look into some uh, some World Juniors because we got some some news to share with you on that side. All that coming up in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So, Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today, and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN to receive the bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so now, now back here on Lockdown Coyotes with Robin Leonio and Kyle Pavlik. Uh, it's time to really quickly take a look ahead. We're on the new month, so let's see who, uh, what new opponents the Coyotes will be facing this month. Um, we have quite some returning opponents from the previous month, but some new opponents, Kyle. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights will be seen for the first time this month, and they'll only be coming up this Friday. We'll talk about that later this week. Um, other new opponents, the New York Rangers will be um, on the docket. You got the Vancouver Canucks. So that will be the um, the first time that the Coyotes will face Oliver Eckman Larson and Connor Garland. That will be painful. Uh, I can only imagine, given how well former Coyotes have been doing against the, the Desert Dogs this year, with Golagoski continuing that trend. Um, let's see. What else? That's other new opponents. Uh, the Coyotes and the San Jose Sharks will be shortly the uh, shortly after Christmas on the twenty eighth, and yeah, that's the that's all of the new opponents. Some and then the rest are opponents that they've all played in the last month. Yeah, so they will be playing the Kings. Unfortunately, it'll be at the end of the month, so Lemieux will have been returned from his five game suspension that was announced yesterday for biting. Uh, which is just crazy to see. I do think that this is a much easier schedule for the Coyotes this month um, compared to last. They only have two back-to-backs. Um, so that is definitely an improvement over the, what, four they had in November? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> a drop in back-to-backs is definitely an improvement. Um, and we're seeing some nice, like, breaks. So they're getting two days off before facing the Golden Knights. They get another two before the, the Dallas Stars. Um, it'll be great to see the Coyotes hopefully get in some more practice and kind of see what that can do to help build chemistry and uh, get things together. Because I do think that they're still a, a fairly young team uh, that hasn't played together too much. So... Any time that they can get together, that's all the better. Absolutely. So it will be a very interesting month ahead for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, we'll see how, how things um, shape up because obviously the roster is going to be always very fluid because, you know, injuries, people returning from injuries, X, Y, Z, so many different, so many different moving parts. Yep, definitely. I'm just kind of like – Going into like the the Christmas break, they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's gonna that's gonna sour the holiday. Yeah, but then you come back and you face the California teams. Uh, the Kings are yeah, the Sharks are pretty okay. Yeah. Um. So like those can go either way. It'd be nice if the Coyotes can can beat the Kraken again. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I would honestly love it. it's like the the Kraken are just bad against the Coyotes no matter what we have seen or, that. Or let's just be frank that the that the Kraken are just a bad team. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot I don't like about the Kraken, uh, so I am absolutely fine with watching them flounder. We got to bring um, Erica Lindsay Ayala on the podcast on, on a crossover so we can uh, uh, have some fun. Yeah. Definitely, definitely fun. Uh, but, but yeah. Um, and then, did you want to talk about that World Junior news? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that before we run out of time here. Um, very quickly, too, because it's not like, you know, too much to it. But the uh, as of this morning, uh, Team Canada has announced um, the uh, some roster news, mainly... Uh, what was it? The couple invites for their um for their camp to get ready for the uh selection, so that you say, oh, which players are like you know are gonna get you know some final spots on the roster because there's uh obviously they selected they have people who they already want, but selections. Dylan Gunther was a invitee to this camp try to make a spot on that roster so you, yeah. if you guys are like me and love watching the world juniors then you will be able to watch dylan gunther potentially dylan gunther play for team canada yeah um it's great to see anytime a prospect is named to their country's world juniors team it kind of states how well that they're developing um even just an invite it, it says something uh, Dylan Gunther definitely has a lot of hype surrounding him. He's currently doing pretty well um, with the Edmonton Oil, Oil Kings. Looks like through 22 games, 13 goals, 14 assists. So he's not at that you know two points per game pace that he was in a very shortened season last year, but doing really well. Uh, I've gotten the chance to see a couple of highlight reels goals on Twitter, and yeah. It'll be interesting to see what he can do against some of the top, top competition in the world. Um, 
for those who also want to know um for future purposes shane wright is also on this selection team yeah so if you need something to watch uh hopefully gunther and wright can develop some really good chemistry uh like that would be great great to see um back in the last coyotes rebuild uh the chemistry that Max Domi and Anthony Duclair had at the World Juniors was a big part of the team deciding to to bring him in to kind of build around. Uh, granted, didn't necessarily work out too well. Uh, both players are doing fine now, but didn't weren't able to really replicate that, at least for the Coyotes. This roster is actually amazing, Carl, because they actually have a 2023 prospect on this roster as well. Oh, wow. And no surprise, it's the other guy I've been talking about in Connor Bedard. Certainly seems like Team Canada is going to be pretty stacked this year. Oh yeah, Team Canada is going to be very stacked this year. It's going to be quite terrifying. I um, Team USA, I got a decent look at them. They look okay, but you know. Team USA always does something for every international tournament that makes me not want them to win. Team USA always does something that just annoys me leading up to uh, the any international tournament. So I am never really enthusiastic about them. Uh, I always end up going just for uh, one team, whoever has the most Coyotes prospects. And this time, looks like it's going to be Canada. Absolutely. Um... But once again, guys, the uh, for those who do want to watch it, that World Juniors, obviously, you know, is always right after Christmas and through the new year. So December 26th, January 5th is what it shows on uh, on my calendar. Um, so if you want to watch, uh, you know, Dylan Gunther and potential NHL future superstar Shane Wright, um, if, they, if they make the ro- final roster, then... That is your perfect opportunity right there. But that's going to do it for today's show. Unless you had something. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, also at Five for Howling, we do tend to do uh, World Junior recap posts. So mm, if you yeah. don't have a chance to watch, feel free to check us out there. Absolutely. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Carries. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you get to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash LockdownCoyotes. On Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonion. That's Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. Once again, interact with us. Ask us a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!